0: Okay good morning and welcome back to another episode of We Ask Watson. I'm Mary, a brand ambassador for Watson's Daily and I'm joined today by the man himself, Peter Watson. How are you doing this morning Peter?
1: Uh, very well thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah very good thanks. Excited to get chatting about the news today. Something
1: Indeed. Indeed. Um, so do you want to go first or shall I?
0: I can go first. It's logical since I'm dealing with a bit more macro stuff.
1: Good stuff. Okay uh, go ahead.
0: So going over to the US to start off, so we have Biden joining the G7 leaders to discuss their response to the pandemic. And obviously, we don't know what this chat is really going to look like, but I imagine it's going to be quite mixed tones of vaccines going up, especially considering the recent development of the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine. And interestingly, Walmart now joining in with the vaccine rollout, as well as CVS, Walgreens and Kroger. I think this is quite interesting as we can relate it to the UK who are using some super drug and boots stores to do the same. And it's going to be quite interesting to see if they're encouraging other countries to do this or encouraging the UK to up the way they're doing this because the US is looking like it's racing ahead in terms of population. Obviously not as much as Israel and UA- UAE and Dubai with Dubai and places like that. But it'll be interesting to see how they... Talk about this rollout and where they're talking about going next.
1: Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think that um, you know, it's 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 good um, it's good to see that obviously vaccine rollouts are are proceeding. Um, well, not not necessarily so much in in, in Europe, but um, in the US, UK, it is going. You know, it does seem to be going quite well. Um, obviously, the the great advantages of having say walmart and kroger and, and the like um being involved in the rollouts is i think this is a great thing because they just reach places that you know some that are that can be difficult to reach and also um a lot of people do have to go shopping um and i mean i was reading there was something in the, the you know in the in the ft i think it was um today which was talking about there was a, a lady and this is in America. Um, saying she, li- she lives at the top of a mountain. This is ca- sounds quite amazing. Lives at the top of a mountain, um, and only comes down once a week just to do shopping, and then goes up again. Um, <laughs> and um, and you know it's it's a real you know it's a real nightmare. So actually, for someone like that, that there's, and you know presumably that place is not particularly w- well furnished with um, doctors and dentists and such like. I mean, I think it's really great because it just means that you can get more coverage with relatively little effort, I guess. Um, So, I mean, I I think that's a good thing. And um, obviously, if G7 countries can can try to pull their their expertise together, I think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's about how it looks as well. I think... People are more likely to trust the vaccine, more likely to be enthusiastic about getting it. Maybe if it's coming from somewhere that they know, so it's not the intimidating going to the doctors to get the vaccine or going to this random warehouse where they're doing vaccin- vaccinations instead yeah, of yeah. going to Walgreen or yeah. somewhere that they would go anyway.
1: Yeah. So I
0: think that can only be a good thing.
1: Well, that's right. I mean, the other thing, of course, in America with Walmart, I mean, of course, you, what you could do is you can pop into Walmart, do your weekly shop, buy a gun and get vaccinated. Um, and you know, all, all using the check from the government. Um, absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I mean, you know, you, you could kill many birds or quite literally kill many birds uh, with, with one stone there um just uh, a
0: typical day in america that
1: (laughs) (laughs) well certainly certainly that's what it seems to be but um but anyway no i think i think it's it's good and um uh it will be interesting i actually to be honest most of the time um most of the stuff they discuss at the the g7 is actually quite boring um but i think this time might be quite good because especially if there's like um interaction and different ideas being swapped about how, um, you know, how rollouts, how how rollouts are going and um, what works and, and, you know, and what doesn't, etc. So I think, you know, it, this will probably be a bit, a bit more of an interesting one than it normally is.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting seeing some of the questions that are asked and whether the US takes a critical stance to it, especially with Canada, saying mm. that they're promised to vaccinate everyone by September. And that's looking very optimistic at the moment. Yeah. They've only vaccinated about 3% of yeah. their population. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what stance the US takes. If it's more, I'm willing to offer these suggestions, this is how we can all do this together. Or they yeah. take the stance of, well, we were doing terribly, but look how we're doing now, especially since it's Biden's first meeting with Yeah,
1: them. yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. I think, um, you know, um, Israel could... could uh, could definitely ship over ship over <laughs> some vaccines, a, a, a nice little profit potentially um, to the Canadians, but, I, but I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, okay, well that sounds good. Um, I mean, I'll just I'll just move on then to the the, the next thing, uh, which I think is interesting, which is um, private equity firms looking at buying. Um, you know looking at uh, the UK stock market for potential candidates in which they can plough their vast um, hordes of cash um, at the moment so um, the background to this is that US um, stock markets have absolutely motored um, whereas UK stock markets much less so specifically the FTSE 100 and, and the FTSE 250 so you've got the I guess you know j- just to keep in mind the FTSE 100 um, actually has lots of companies which make a lot of their money actually outside the UK, whereas the FTSE 250 is more of a um, tends to have more of the larger UK-focused uh, companies. But anyway, um, with regard to that, it's interesting. You've got you've got private equity firms. They may well have made money in their investments. In the US, um, and and now they are looking at the UK, and I think that the UK markets have lagged um, those of the US, and I think that some of the reasons for that there's been a, two main reasons. One is, is is coronavirus, obviously, because we have been um, the economy that suffered the most um, in terms of GDP impacts and stuff, and I guess a lot of that is to the fact that we are so massively exposed um, to the services. you know the services side of the economy um, which makes up 80 percent of GDP Um, but uh, the other reason of course is the uncertainty for Brexit now um, that has been a cloud that's been hanging over us for quite some time Um, and I think that um, the fact that a deal of of sorts got done on Christmas Eve um, has meant that you know a lot of places a lot of investors will feel at least there is some kind of certainty. Now, I mean, we do know that, that 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 not all the details have been hammered out, and there's still problems and all that kind of stuff. But um, there is something there, um, and that cloud has now largely cleared. So, what what it leaves now that these clouds are parting, um, and you you see these these you know private equity see these markets that have essentially underperformed. Um, they can now really concentrate on um, on bagging some bargains, and I mean, there's already been some that have uh, that have been done, or or they or, or they're being approached. So you've got Marston's pubs, you've got Signature Aviation, Greco. I mean, there's 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 a number, but I'm I'm sure that there'll be many, uh, there'll be many more. I mean, to the extent that I think that maybe this year could potentially be. Um, the year of of private equity um, investments and possibly twenty twenty two could be the year of IPOs because I think this year, for instance, if you picked up a, a pub chain as a as a private equity uh, house, you would not necessarily want to IPO that this year because you know you you probably want to see more of a recovery. I mean, one one. Um, Uh, sort of parallel i i I draw is is say last year where we saw airbnb um they you know initially um they took a big hit um from the coronavirus impact because obviously everywhere had to close you know they weren't allowed to to conduct business but then private equity came along i think in two two instances on both occasions they they plowed in two billion dollars worth of money to keep them going And then six months later, or whatever it was, six-ish months later, um, Airbnb do an IPO that does incredibly well. So, you know, from their point of view, they've got a massive return in a very short space of time. Now, I would say that maybe in the UK, um, there'll be these private equity firms that will look to do something like that. They can flip relatively easily. Um, But... um, but, you know, some of them may may well take longer. And I would say, like, for instance, Marston's would would take longer because I would have thought that you'd want to see more activity, more people drinking and, you know, all that kind of thing before you start thinking about, OK, let's, you know, let's let's make some let's make some money out of this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, I mean, what you know, what, what do you th- do you think this is going to be? Um, a a year where where we're going to see more activity like that then?
0: I think it's looking like it's going to be an interesting year in terms of private equity, in terms of mergers and acquisitions, and a lot of things Mm. just bouncing back from everything that's happened with coronavirus and the economy. I think I completely agree with you that some of these companies probably have the potential to flip over quite quickly. For example, with Signature Aviation, as people start travelling more and celebrities start travelling more, I think that they could twist it round and IPO quite quickly if they wanted to. But Mm. with Marston's, definitely agree, like no one's going to want to IPO this pub company when there's no pubs open. It seemed a bit illogical to do so. But I think it depends on the speed of recovery and how fast Mm. things go back to normal, how fast the government reopens things and if it's done in a tiered system or if they change around the tiers. I think it's quite Mm. unpredictable at the moment in terms of when things will happen. But I think they're Mm. definitely on the horizon.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, actually, interestingly, I mean, I've got this uh, random fact here, but um, I think it was Marston's, I think it was Marston's that last year did some agreement about putting, um, charging stations in all their, uh, at all their outlets. Um, and again, I, that, I can imagine that that would have been quite a, an attractive thing for, um, you know, investors to, to consider. So it's not just pubs, it's pubs with charging. Hmm. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. I, I think that's anyway, I think this year will be great. There's going to be some, um, there's going to be bargains so private equity could could either just put in money and just you know so that they can shore up the balance sheet um maybe do some expansion that kind of thing or they could come along take the company's private do all the do all the big changes behind closed doors and then once that's all happened they come back launch an ipo goes goes bananas and everyone makes loads of money um so whatever that those scenarios turn out to be um i it looks i think that um it look it will look good for the FTSE 100 FTSE 250 this year um because there's this money that will be coming in um and and you know and then you've got obviously the impact of hopefully a, a relatively early opening of the economy so there's that so you've got the private equity stuff you've got the ipo stuff you have potentially got the um uh the positives of a of a of successful vaccine rollout and all of those i think will add together to make quite an interesting year um in the stock markets this year um obviously we're going to have to revisit that uh this time <laughs> next year um to see whether that was all complete load of rubbish um but i think that there's a very good i think we've got a decent chance this year um so so here's here's hoping
0: yeah it's definitely looking good for us looking less good for europe but hopefully they change that around quickly and they can join in with everything that's happening get more economically better that doesn't make grammatical yeah. sense but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i know what you mean don't worry i know what you mean it's all good um so there we go i mean i think that's that's um all we've got time for today um thank you very much indeed for 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 um uh for for your time and thank you also for all the listeners um who support this um i really do appreciate it uh please recommend us and do not you know say nice things on the you know if you can on podcast about podcast this podcast um and also um of course um if you can please if you do, and if you don't already please subscribe to Watson's daily because we're only talking about two things here. Um, but of course, Watson's Daily today, we've got 18, uh, sorry, 13 um, stories. Um, so, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely, obviously, I'm, we're grateful for you listening to the podcast. But if you um, read all this other stuff as well, it just helps you to put everything into context. And it will help you to think in the way that we're talking um, uh, now. That's the... The whole idea of this is to try to help you to think differently about when you read news is to try to make you read news in, a, in an active way as opposed to a, a passive um, way. But anyway, um, that's I'll leave it there. Thank you very much, everyone. And um, thank you, Myrie. It re- it's really brilliant um, to, to speak to you. And uh,
0: we'll be back again tomorrow. Yeah, sounds brilliant. See you tomorrow. Cool. See you. Bye. Bye.